The Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News, a ministry dedicated to the truth revealed through Jesus Christ, encouraging listeners to stand boldly as the King's return is at hand. As many of you are aware, I have a 24-7 news feed. In fact, I have several. Many, in fact. A steady stream of news and information coming in from multiple sources 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. The articles and stories never stop, and sometimes it can become maddening because the news is almost never, ever good. It's overwhelmingly negative, and this can wear a person down, trust me. So recently, I took a break, and my wife and I enjoyed a rare night out to dinner at a restaurant. I'd just seen the latest news about how officials in Lahaina on the island of Maui have now surrounded the area that they destroyed with a tall black fence. And now, for miles and miles beyond that, there are foreign police sitting in their cars watching to make sure no one finds a way to hike into the devastated area. There's a complete media blackout. The mayor's not talking. The governor's not talking. FEMA directors aren't talking. But they are staying in $1,000-a-night resort hotel rooms by night as they confiscate donations to the Lahaina survivors by day. No photos or images of Lahaina are going out to the press. No drones or aerial photos are allowed, and no one is answering any questions. Meanwhile, rumors abound. The police chief of Maui, who also happened to be the guy in charge during the 2017 mass shooting in Las Vegas, an event that still has more questions than answers, is also the coroner of Maui. And rumors are circulating that he has over a thousand bodies of dead children in his morgue. Yet he refuses to answer questions about how many people died. And he refuses to answer questions about how many are missing. People who live there say it's in the multiple thousands, still missing or confirmed dead. But the powers that be seem determined to make sure no one ever knows the truth. In fact, the media blackout on this horrendous crime against humanity has been faster and worse than any in recent history. Ask the average person on the street, what happened in Lahaina? And you'll get a blank stare. They have no idea what you're talking about. If the mainstream media isn't covering it, and they're not covering this, then it quickly vanishes down the memory hole, and the powers that be are doing their best to make the world see and remember nothing about this as quickly as possible. It seems to be working. Few know about or remember Lahaina. It's gone the way of East Palestine, Ohio, but I cannot and I will not forget. You see, thousands were murdered there, and I believe by their own U.S. government. Now the land is being taken from the people by government edict and by globalist banksters to build back better, turning what was once as close to paradise as one could find on Earth into an AI testing ground for a 15-minute smart city. It makes me sick. With the misery of the people of Maui still weighing heavy on my heart, I was also reading about rumors of another planned lockdown likely coming this fall. Of course, none of us can predict when they'll be pushing for more lockdowns, mask and jab mandates, and forced closure of businesses, schools, and churches. But we know it must happen sometime in the coming year. After all, there is an election scheduled. The election variant must be in full infectious mode by this time next year in order to require mail-in ballots, social distancing, and silence all dissent with draconian new disinformation laws. So these things were on my mind the other night as my wife and I enjoyed an evening out for dinner. I know I should just be able to turn it all off in my mind, forget about the news, and just enjoy myself in the moment, but as I said, I have a hard time with that. The burden is heavy. And as I looked around, I saw so many happy, normal people, 
couples, families, groups of friends, all sitting and enjoying one another's company and sharing a meal together. I couldn't help but wonder what's going to happen when the globalist police state decrees the next lockdown. It's going to have to be much more harsh and much more serious than the last one. Obviously, it's going to have to be much scarier because so many have already stated they'll never comply with such loss of their freedoms ever again. But I couldn't help but wonder how many of these now happy, normal people will fall for it again. And I wondered how many people have ever heard of Lahaina? How many will obedient and comply with and eagerly line up for whatever shot they tell them to get jabbed with next? Will this restaurant survive another forced shutdown? Will the next lockdown be the last? When they launch the next offensive on the American people, will we ever see normal like this at this restaurant again? Folks, we need to understand that nothing good comes from government, especially the UN global, federal, and state government. They've set up a system of false controlled opposition, whereby the Democrats and Republicans play the theatrical roles of polar opposites, good versus evil, if you will. And those can be interchangeable with the two political parties, depending on which way you've been brainwashed. But do you not see? Both are wings of the same foul bird. So if you're waiting for the second coming of Donald Trump to set everything right, you're in for a rude awakening. If you're waiting for the Republican Party to somehow patch the hole in Titanic side, then sadly you don't realize that the Republicans are just as much a part of the iceberg as the Democrats. Can you name for me just one thing the Republicans have done in Congress in the past 10 years that was positive? It's okay, I'll wait. Just one thing. Even when they had a majority, one positive thing. Even just one instance where they truly tried to do the right thing, even if they failed. Still scratching your head? Me too. Yet somehow these scoundrels enter Congress and shortly thereafter become millionaires and billionaires, working less than a third of the year, and every piece of legislation they pass seems to tear away at more and more of our American liberties, cost us more money, put us deeper and deeper into debt, heap upon our shoulders heavier and heavier burdens of regulations and taxation. And every piece of legislation they pass, they exempt themselves from. Quite the scam they have going. So you're not happy with that arrangement? Well, who are you going to call? To where will you take your redress of grievances? Friends, our legislators are laughing at us. We're nothing more than their fools, their idiots. They can look you straight in the eye and lie to your face more convincingly than a timeshare salesman, and they do so with no remorse. Now, Satan and his demons have infested the halls of Congress, our Supreme Court, the executive branch in D.C., and dare I say, just about every single man-made government office in the land with pure evil. There are a few small pockets of hope, but like God's chosen remnant, these pockets of hope are few. The people, having long ago forgotten God, have also had no time to remember our national history or from where our ancestors came not so long ago. Freedom has become cheap in the minds of most, having forgotten that it cost some their very lives. Sort of like the way easy believism has overtaken our seminaries and our churches, and grace has become just as cheap in the minds of most. The blood our Savior shed for our wretched souls, nothing more than a romantic metaphor. A reader recently asked me about a statement I made. I'd said, it's time we get out of the seats and into the streets. He wanted me to explain how to do that. Well, first of all, out of the seats and into the streets means it's time to quit playing church. It's time to be done with churchianity. 
It's time we stop using the church as a social club full of fat and happy, dumbed-down handshakers and fake smilers and instead understand and know that God's true remnant church of believers is our only hope to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Learn your history. Learn church history, biblical history, American and world history. Honestly, for the most part, I believe the institutional churches in this country are a lost cause, and so are their pastors. There are a few good bodies of believers worth being a part of out there, but you'll have to search hard for them, and they won't have flashy websites. They won't be bursting at the seams with a so-called ministry for every single people group. Their youth groups won't be playing stupid games with jello and squirt guns or holding pizza parties. No, they'll be training members up to witness on the streets and out in public to other young people dealing with drug addiction, pornography, and abortion, to name just a few. Understand, you will likely need to get out of the seats of these dead so-called churches. Be prepared to walk away when your pastor refuses to address the many urgent matters of our times and refuses to train the sheep up to be warriors for the kingdom. He's the gatekeeper, and you won't be able to fix things at your church as long as it's being run by a cowardly wolf, so walk away. There's no time to waste now. And then be prepared to start your own home church, even if it's only your own family household at first. How else can we get out of the seats and into the streets? Well, we can study to show ourselves approved, workmen that need not be ashamed. We should know God's word inside and out. We should have a close relationship with our Creator so that we can call on Him in a moment's notice and have no doubt whatsoever that He'll hear us and He will answer us. We should learn to evangelize, as the disciples did in the book of Acts. Notice it's called the book of Acts, not the book of sits there and listens to the pastor once a week, then goes home and nothing ever changes. No, it's Acts. As Christians, we are to act. You don't do that while sitting in your seat in church, forever learning but never able to come to a knowledge of the truth. Also in these days of deception, we must be active at the local levels. We need to be at our school board meetings when decisions are being passed to teach perversion to our children. We need to be at the county health commission meetings when decisions are being made to require masking and jabbing of our kids, to close our mom and pop businesses, and coming soon to require a digital ID and credit score in order to hold a job, travel, or buy food. It's time we stop sitting on the sidelines and for goodness sake at least show up at these meetings and make our presence known. Out of the seats and into the streets does not yet require violence, but unless we start getting up off our backsides and out there, courageously unafraid to speak the truth on everything, it's going to come to that sooner rather than later. As Christians, I hope you know where and what Lahaina is. I hope you know that East Palestine is in Ohio, not the Middle East, because most people don't have a clue. I hope you understand the wickedness, evil, lies, and deception all around us. Inform others on these things. The media isn't doing it, and Lord knows the pastors will never do it. Refuse to let any lie go unchallenged. Shine the light of truth on every falsehood, and use these government false flag events as opportunities to speak about the wiles of the devil and these last day's deceptions. Each time they pull one of these hoaxes, it's an opportunity for us to tell others the truth, and along with that, the truth of the gospel as well. That's how you get out of the seats and into the streets. Just do something. For too long, we've been brainwashed into believing we can just go vote Republican and then let them take care of everything. 
For too long, we've been brainwashed into believing we can just drop our kids off at youth group and let them raise our children to be proper Christians because we're too lazy to get out of the seats. And if we don't get up and actually do something now, then we'll have no one but ourselves to blame when we're ultimately led away into slavery by the devils masquerading as our public servants. Audio CDs and transcripts of this message are available when you call me at Wisconsin Christian News, 715-486-8066, or email Rob, R-O-B, at wisconsinchristiannews.com. Ask for message number 404. This has been the Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News. Find us on the internet at wisconsinchristiannews.com. Questions and comments? Email Rob, R-O-B, at wisconsinchristiannews.com. The views expressed are those of the speaker.